join me in my private boudoir where I raise the volume in the presence of coveted, feminine, and empowering business women I call the queens. Why can't we just be? Why can't we just be? You are not living life if you are not living your inner art. Not human, explosive temper, antisocial behavior, disorder, narcissism, no normal emotions, authoritarian, psychopathy, no guilt or shame, use of intimidation and violence to control, pathological lying, appear to be victimized, extremely aggressive, cocaine, Ritalin abuse, porn addict, contradicting, lack of conscience, joy in manipulating, absence of guilt or remorse, emotional devastation, planning and calculating, low serotonin levels, poisoned worldviews, finds ration to their immoral behavior. Good evening everyone. Tonight is a full moon special, May 18, 2019. I've just read to you a list of all the different possible things related to an undiagnosed possible conclusions of why he is who he is and why he does what he does. From then on, I started to live with speed, elegance, and grace. It was a self-discovery moment, and I was able to remove all types of inhibitions that had been laying on my skin for so many years. I had to let go. I was living in the moment and living life to the fullest. That meant that I was aware of who I was, where I was, what I wanted, and what I didn't. I made informed choices on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. I was living life without regrets. It was then that I felt my brain just flip upside down. I had never seen the world from this side, from these eyes. This was a whole other view to what the world could be, to what the world was, if I were just to let go and start over, if I could find the peace to be okay with starting over. Our mind is our universe. What we think we believe, what we imagine we believe, what we dream we believe. What do you believe? My name is Darlene Wong and I finally accepted that in December of 2016 when I started to rediscover who I truly was. You see, I never really accepted my last name. No one else in my family had it. So it was different since I was the only Asian. Hence, I was nicknamed China or Reina. I wanted my name to mean so much more to me and so I translated my name to Wang Dalian which is my Chinese name and now I use it as my brand. My brand is my name. I've never forgotten about the dragonfly. I wasn't going to leave her behind. I mean I just I just discovered maybe six months after that she was there the whole time. So I also researched the meaning of the dragonfly. Today I tell people that she's my spiritual me. I am free. I am free like a dragonfly. The meaning of the dragonfly is about change. Change in perspective. Change in self-realization. It is a source in mental and emotional maturity. It's an understanding of the deeper meaning of life. It's an act of going beyond what's on the surface and looking into the deeper implication and aspects of life. Did you know that a dragonfly 
is the only bug with wings that can move in six directions. I mean, just the fact that it can fly backwards, that's also quite exclusive. The dragonfly has power and poise, and it has aged and matured. By the end of December, the children had been getting used to the new environment, living in my mother's basement. On December 22nd, my mother shared a story with me. She said that Noah had told her that he is no longer afraid of daddy because he doesn't yell anymore. Another time, Noah told me that I could stay a few more days at grandma's and then I'd have to return to live with daddy. I was just on the outskirts of this tornado. I had asked myself several times if it was just easier to love or leave my husband. The family yearly trip was being planned and I hesitated if Noah and Liam should go with their father. This was going to be the first time they were going without me. And yes, I panicked. But I also had to give them something good out of this. They too were hurting. They too needed a vacation. I'm not trying to justify it. I just really want what's best for the kids. And I can't give them a vacation. They have no idea. They have no idea what I am going through because of their father. So I texted with my ex-husband's sister. We met at McDonald's on St. John's at 2 p.m. during January, right before the vacation. She was so upset. She mentioned that her kids asked about Tia. She said how her brother is a good dad and he's doing his best because she sees that in him. She said also that she doesn't get to see the kids much because I'm always with them. Mind you, she wasn't even there really in December. After Hanukkah, she leaves to the States to her husband-in-law's family. So I'm really not sure what she's talking about. She said how I've caused havoc for the past two years in her family's home and told me that I was not right for her brother. I responded, you told me to divorce him. I guess I should have done it when you told me to. She poured some creamer into her coffee, but never drank it. I showed her a picture of my swollen eye. She called me a liar. She was confused, but I told her that I wasn't responsible for her false perceptions of me. She was so angry. She got upset because she said she felt I wasted her time by meeting with her. I met her because I needed to speak to somebody who was the most mature in that family to just keep an eye on the boys. That's all. I just wanted someone that I could rely on for just keeping an eye on the kids. What's the big deal? I asked her to not only watch over them, but to spoil them and to keep them happy. She just grew more upset and I didn't feel like I should even continue this conversation. I got up and walked away. She hadn't even sipped her coffee. I was in court for the first time December 19, 2016. He had filed for divorce. I was going to sign it, but he didn't want to agree on the children's school. He didn't want to present his income statements, and he wanted to find a way to make me look crazy. He said, I'm going to use up all of my savings to fight him in court, and he was right. 
I use that and more, and I'm still at zero, but I'm free. I don't know if you've ever been in prison or just captured and captive, but the moment you can step outside and smell the fresh air and get the rays of sun on your face, it's freedom. It's freedom to just simply be alive, to breathe when you want to breathe. I need your help. I need emotional professional help. I have a client tomorrow morning. It's a big project. I was finally getting back into my groove. I had found a way to put therapy on my walls and on my furniture. I made sure to associate colors. You see every color has a feeling and everything around us speaks. It tells a story and makes us feel and that's why I want to know what your space feels like. I want to know if it speaks the truth about you. Does it have any feelings? February. Do you know how hard it was for me to get here? Really hard, but I'm here. I like it. I love it. I'm happy because I feel colors again. It will be almost six years ago when I started to speak about orange, the psychology of the color orange, which means happy, cheerful, playful, energetic. It sets a young, spirited mood. Well, guess what? It was the accent color in my firstborn's room, orange for Noah. It's the happiest color. But after he was born, I stopped seeing the meaning of orange. I started feeling the orange wash away into grays, blacks, and whites. So I added more colors, green, pinks, red, purples, but these also slowly had their hues sucked out. I told my close family members of what was happening. They didn't believe me. Friends, neighbors, dry cleaners, my mother-in-law, no one really understood me. It's true, no one did. I was labeled crazy, tired, a complainer, ungrateful, the victim, and a liar. Well, in this case, it must just be me. I was sleep deprived. I couldn't think straight. And I was told I caused too many problems. But I never gave up trying to see the colors. I love trying to find where those pigments are hiding because I know they're there, even in the dark. I was told to try harder, that it was my fault. I'm the mother. I'm the wife. It's my responsibility to keep everyone together, no matter what is happening to me, no matter how painful it is. And guess what? They said that I just wasn't doing my best. And so I tried again and again and again. But this time, this last time, it hurt. Do you know what it's like when you don't feel colors? It hurts. I was numb before it hurt, but even the numbing hurt. And all I could feel was just black and white. I know this is a topic that many of you may not relate to, but if I can just have one person who understands what I'm talking about, that's enough for me. I was forced to eat white and breathe black. You know what that was like? It was as if I wasn't even alive. I lost. I only believed in black and white. I was sinking deeper into the black hole and I was no longer in charge. My mind belonged to someone else. I lost Darlene. I lost myself. I'm okay. I'm okay. I fly over oceans and by sea. If you enjoyed the voice of boudoir therapy, please leave your review on iTunes. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And every Tuesday is Social Tuesday. I'll be active on social media if you have any questions. And don't forget the full moon special. Listen in a little bit closer to my story. Want to personalize your boudoir therapy experience? Visit www.darlenewong.com. 
under DW Boutique to purchase your copy of Boudoir Therapy, a self-deserving journal made by me just for you. And never, never stop living your inner art. Because you deserve it.